We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Today we're doing the People's Podcast part, what? Eight, six, four? I don't know. I don't another know what part edition. Of another edition of, of the People's Podcast. It's been, latest, it's been a while. It has been a while. This is a, this is the show where we take your questions from Instagram and Twitter and answer them, bitches. Yo, can I just say something real quick? Yeah, it's gonna get a little emotional, a little, just a little bit. Oh god! When we did the first People's Podcast, we had to take all eight questions that we received. Right. We got like uh, like hundreds. Mm. It makes you feel good about where we've come. And where we're going. I would fucking hope so. Because if we got any <laughs> questions, we got we got shit to do. Shout out to everyone who submitted a question. You guys yes. are the shit. And, and everyone who's listening right now, I, I love you all. We narrowed it down to like, I don't know, like 15 questions. Yeah, but shout out to everyone, everyone who submitted yeah, one. Yeah, but like, shout out to everyone yeah. who submitted. Uh, we we right. have like 15 of them here. Uh, so you guys just want to start firing? Fire, fire away, away. Joe. You're firing. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to fire them away. Balls uh, deep. The first one comes from Instagram. Uh, dude's or, or girl's name is <laughs> bedtime. Zeller thirteen. That wasn't even letters. I don't even know. Uh, but they want to know the most disappointing sporting event you've ever watched. Mm. There's a lot. There's a, there's a lot of contenders. All right, so mine's easy. ALCS two thousand four game seven. Like with ease. Wait, do they mean like on TV or like in person? That's what I was gonna ask, and I was also gonna say, is it your favorite team? Mm. I think I've it's just watched, like in general. Because I thought Super Bowl for whichever the Seahawks Denver one. I was, was about to say that was that was pretty disappointing. Yeah. I, all week, all I was talking about was if Peyton wins this, he's the best ever. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Like forty to zero or something like that. Just uh, forty-one Wait, to three. So you forty-three right? eight. I think it was. So my eight. disappointment is like my own team, and I'm like that. That was my initial reaction. It was like, yo, when did my team let me down the most? But yours is like. Yeah, what event let me down the most? Pretty much. Yeah, I honestly, the, my immediate thought was 
the UFC I went to at Barclays. Oh, 208, I think it was. It was so bad. That I was, was like a featherweight title debut. It was so it was like Holly Holm and fucking whatever her name was the she, main event. Yo, it was terrible, dude. She forfeited the title because she didn't want to face Cyborg. Yeah. It was so bad. Really? Like, oh god. Yeah. It was like That's a it was just terrible. But I guess that was pretty disappointing. <clears throat> In person I saw the uh the last game at Giant Stadium. Panthers were up thirty three nothing at halftime on the Giants. <laughs> I ended up staying because uh, Mustafa, who we had on the podcast uh, a couple months ago, was his first ever football game. Hmm. So I was like, yo, dude, if it wasn't for you, I would have been out. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Jonathan Stewart, best calves I've ever seen in person. Really? <laughs> yo. Like a statue. Yeah, phenomenal. my cousin Pete. Boy's got some Pete. calves on him. Yo, Me- boy's got some Pete. calves. Nick Batiste. You guys don't know. He's got I, some got, I got I got dope cast too, yo. Yeah, you guys are yeah. Oh, let's go. You, no, you do have big calves. He's got big calves, but you got to get some. I used to have crazy cut calves <laughs> when I used to run, like playing soccer. Yo, my calves used to be bananas. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I my calves are big time because they've had to carry a lot of weight their whole lives. Now they're just <laughs> now they're just wide. Like now they're just still there, but I could you know I got to run again to define them. Wide gaping calves. But yo, most disappointing <laughs> anyway from calves to disappointment. It was definitely 2004 Game 7 ALCS. Uh, I was at the last Shea Stadium game. Major disappointment there. Mm. Yeah. Great collapse. Uh, all right. Next question we have from uh, Mir Walid. One sport to entertain you for the rest of your life. Which would it be? All right. I got number one. Baseball is the answer for me, but only if we're playing baseball in the same style they played in the late 90s, early 2000s, where it was... A bunch of big lefties, no shifts, steals all over the place, hit and runs, or like all the the. It's not really that game anymore. It's like an analytics game, and I still love it, but I prefer football now, and I prefer the new brand of football where the passing is wide open and all the calls go to the offense. Like sometimes it's annoying, but I I I think it's a better product. So if I had to pick a a sport how it's currently is. I'm going to pick football, but if I had to pick a sport like where I could pick which era like I could era. watch, yeah, I'll go ni- mid-90s, mid-2000s baseball. I'm going to go with basketball. Oof. I think night to night, it's the funnest sport to watch. Um, every team has a guy that you'd pay to go see. I don't think there's a lot of uh, other sports that could offer that. Uh, star-driven league, there's always going to be stars. They're probably the most... Of the most popular athletes in the world, too. Don't forget, this is a global mm-hmm. sport, too. And uh, just that th- the game has changed, similar to what you said about football. The offense now is, you know, there's no hand-checking. They're getting rid of all these calls. Three-pointers is the wave now, too. You're seeing a lot of high-scoring games. And the fact that you could be that close to them, one bucket list thing for me would be to sit courtside at a game, just to experience, like, how big these guys really Bro, are. Bro, you should come to Philly. That's yeah, true. that's true. It's gonna be mad. Nah, but I want my I want my rap. feet out of bounds. That's kind of course side. <laughs> I mean, bro, I've, I mean, I I haven't sat at the game, but I had my feet on. Like the if court. I pay eleven hundred, uh, eleven thousand for oh, Embiid on DraftKings, and he, you know he has a snowflake next to his name, I could curse him out and maybe get ejected. That's how close I want to be. I mean, I was. <laughs> I, I could totally see you being on TV getting ejected for that. The closest I've ever been is the row right behind the bench, so not like feet on the court, but f- mouth in their ear type close. Yeah, it's to an NBA game. Yeah, I Philly. used to sit in the in the press, like where the announcers sit for college basketball games. That was that was really cool. Except they were kind of they were at Fordham, so I don't know how cool it was. Yeah, I'm blown away. <laughs> you pick basketball or football? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking like soccer. Blown away. Or soccer. Yeah, for real. Yeah, uh, I love the NBA, man. It's grown on me a lot the last couple of years. I would pick uh, baseball. Baseball, I don't know. It's 
A, it's the only team I'm a fan of, the Yankees, that have won anything in my lifetime. Well, that must be nice. Uh, you know, like multiple times. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just my favorite. It also, as Tim, like Tim, I feel like Tim always says this that when baseball starts, warm weather comes with it, and you just like have that, you know, vibe in the air of like, yo, summer's here. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is. It's cool going to the the park in the summer, and even though it's blistering hot, you still have a cold beer in your hand and a nice hot dog in the other hand, and you're chilling for about three hours, just getting wasted and watching baseball. <laughs> I'll probably say, like, football, but the only stipulation there is that, like, I think I would get sick of any sport if it was just one. Yeah. I just like that watching, like, a bunch of different it things. It is. But I, I agree. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes on Sunday, like, it'll be late, and, like, the game you don't care about, you're like, all right, kind of, like, like, I'm going to watch this because it's football, but, like, also, if something else was on that was more exciting, I'd be down. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think, I think for me, it's, like, easily football, like, off top. But what about how, like gladiator lion fighting? Next question. Yo, but <laughs> but not for nothing. UFC has risen up my list. No, that's the same, that's what I'm talking about too. Like, like UFC MMA. would be the next one for me that'd be like, yo, I could watch. Like you, like obviously this wouldn't be the case because it would kind of take away from it. But like how it's like they have those main pay per views. If they were like weekly. Well, they kind of are though. Like, I, but, not, yeah, but it's not like the car, like right, the big not ass the magnitude car. Of. And of course, you can't have that because you need to build up all these fights and shit. But right. I feel like they're super exciting. I look forward to them like every month. Like they're awesome. That's also why I like watching the cards on the weekend that aren't like the cards because like you got contenders on there who are trying to make their amazing. Yeah, and I'm sure rankings. it's still like as exciting. I mean, you watch fight nights. I know, I do. I'm just saying. Like, I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I'm still taking football anyway. T- today actually is the anniversary of the Matt Bonner. Um, the Bonner fight. Uh, I I can't forget what the name of the other guy was. That the the Ultimate Fighter, the first championship that really put UFC on the map, like to be the next sport. Like Matt Bonner's a basketball player. Yeah, not Matt Bonner. Uh, Matt Sarah. I know his name is Bonner. How Bonner you know? and uh, I'm not that other dude that I. What was it ten years ago? Face. You said it's like yeah. Today's the anniversary. Well, that was the GSP Ultimate Fighter recently one. That passed. I don't know about. I don't know what Tim's talking about. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. Um. Anyway, next is from Max Bench. Shout out. Max Bench as in like you're sitting on the bench for the rest of the No, like, no, no, time? no, no. It, it, that's his username. I'm saying like Max Bench. He's a VMOG. Huh? VMOG. OG? If, 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 if we had uh, checks for VM fans, he'd be there. Damn. He's loving this. Uh, <laughs> Nick just dropped a damn. He said, what is your opinion on other countries damn. being fans of the NFL and NBA teams? Like, are we able to be huge fans if we aren't from the city and such? I am from Canada, and I'm a Ravens and Rockets fan. What? Yeah. I, I see nothing wrong with that because there's a lot of soccer teams I root for, and I've never even Absolutely. been, been to those right? <laughs> like, I'm a big Arsenal fan, unfortunately. Uh, I like I love Barcelona. Um, I like PSG. I'm fans of these teams. I watch their games as much as I can. Yeah, and, and I don't think you have to be like I have like our friend Josh is like a, a fucking <laughs> the Redskins Pistons fan. Like, how would you do that to yourself? I don't even know. He well, likes one player, and then he chooses that team. Yeah. The Pistons were winning when he was like a Yeah, fan he got into basketball during those, those yeah, like ben three, four Pistons. My friend Elias was a Randy Moss fan, and he's a Vikings fan now. Yeah. That's usually how it goes sometimes. Like, I know a lot of My people dad's a, a Dolphin fans. fan, like, does yeah. a Marino and shit. Yeah. Our friend Ralph's a, cow, a dirt piece of shit cowboy <laughs> fan. You can root for whoever you like, eh? 
Oh, God. That was terrible. That, that was, was awful, terrible. dude. What, what was, was that? that, that was my Canadian accent. Okay, but like, why? You can root for you you like Cowboys. Eh? No, he's, he's also a, like a Ravens fan, guy. you know what I mean? Oh, he, no, he's, he's Canadian? Is Canadian? He's Canadian, yeah. Okay. He also like, I mean, Rockets fan, like, if you're a Rockets fan and a Patriots fan, I'd have some questions, but you're a Rockets <laughs> fan and a Ravens fan, so yeah. that's kind of cool. Um, all right, the Got next... The R's up there. Yeah. I think that's totally acceptable. Like, yeah, obviously, especially if you're from Canada, like, have your pick. Root away, dog. Uh, next one is from James Wynn 25. Uh, who has the best college sports program? Yo, I was thinking about this. On the low, if you're talking about basketball and football, which is the two main sports, I would say Wisconsin has a solid-ass program that's not, that's where like the worst choice. every year, they, they weren't in it this year, but every year they seem like they're in the in the tournament until late. And in football, they're every, like... I wouldn't say they're contenders every year, but I would say three out of five years they're, they're contenders. They're a in traditional sports. power, yeah, and they're in a big conference too, the Big Ten. Yeah, so I think that Wisconsin gets slept on a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna give my vote to Wisconsin because they're also like if you're Ohio State or Miami. You got the name, and like if you're Wisconsin, you're, you're Wisconsin. They got to work for that shit. This is tough. So I was gonna cheat a little bit and say like the 2005 to 2010 Florida Gators. Mm, Florida's Florida. good. Florida's good. The Al Horford, uh, Joe Kim Noah, back to back, and then you had T-Ball come in. Could you imagine being at the school there for four years? Oh my God, so many orgies you'd be down with too. Except T-Ball, such right a to great orgy. time. Except T-Ball. Yeah, I mean, people would want to celebrate and shit. It'd be dope. Aaron Hernandez, man, didn't he go there? Yeah, Bradley Cooper, Aaron legends, Percy yikes. Harvin, Percy Harvin. <laughs> Don't nah, get don't get Aaron Hernandez. And I Riley thought Cooper of like Duke for some reason. Nah, went, you ever see that picture though of like Tebow Hernandez and Riley Cooper like warming up like a, a racist, a, a murderer, and, a, and the biggest Christian in the. Yeah. <laughs> well, they always said that Tim Tebow used to cover up all the uh, the off the field stuff during Urban Meyer's era at Florida. He was like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I th- I, there was another guy who played safety. I want to say Reggie Nelson. Did he go to Florida? I think so. Yeah, if it, it might have been him, the he Pouncey liked, brothers, the Pouncey brothers, but Reggie Nelson like. Got had some uh, DV cases against them. Stole someone's laptop and shit too. So Jesus, I was thinking like Duke for some reason. Like their basketball team, obviously, nah, and their lacrosse football. team is like fucking nasty as hell. They do have but, a like, nasty lacrosse? I don't know why. I just thought like those are the two sports that popped into my head. Is that weird? Lacrosse? Nah. I mean, I went to Syracuse. So lacrosse is super big at Syracuse. I was trying to think of like a random sport that I know schools like nice at because like Johns Hopkins is nice at lax. No, I know, but I was thinking like, all right, what's a nice, like a lacrosse team. That's mad. Good. That has a big name. Also and Duke was the one I was like, Oh, Duke's always nice. And Damn, they have a good basketball Syracuse? team. We'll see Syracuse, Yeah. But Yo, UCLA. Well, UCLA had a down year. UCLA like, is also a baseball powerhouse. Yeah. I was going to say LSU. Yo, also, man. Texas, Texas, Louisville. Texas might have the nicest facilities of like any college. Their football facilities are, Insane, insane. Louisville too. Always there in baseball. Sometimes there in football. Yeah. Uh, Teddy there, Bridgewater, there Lamar Jackson. Like they had a Heisman winner, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. There's Devontae a lot of good Parker. colleges when it comes to sports. Yeah, Alabama too. Not for nothing is on the rise in basketball, and they're obviously. Well, oh, they got the head coach now, too. Avery Johnson. Yeah. And they had a tournament appearance this year, Colin Sexton. Yeah. So they're they're up there. Any like SEC school, I feel like fits that bill. Yeah. Um. Next question comes from Drezak. Uh, which sport do you think home field matters the most in the playoffs? This one's, this one's easy. What's that? Baseball. I knew Tim was. It's the only sport where having home field advantage gives you an actual competitive advantage for real. You bat second in the inning. 
it's a giant competitive advantage. It's it's a whole different like way to manage a game if you're managing. You only have to win eight innings compared to the nine of the away team. So it's like it's just a completely different game. I think that's why because it's actual. It's the only actual one. No, nah, you have to win nine innings. You don't really have to win nine innings. Yeah, you, you can do. like they scratch nine, out the nine. They innings. get a nine chance to bat. Yeah, sure. They get but, twenty-seven outs, but they don't get a. They don't get. You a get twenty-four chance. outs if you're winning. Right. Yeah. Right. right. But I mean, you don't have to. You know, you don't have to play that. Or you could, if you are, let's say you're the away team and it's the extra innings and you score two runs, you don't have to worry about the other team answering back. You're home. You right. have the last. You have last list. Right, it does like, change the uh, game because, like, you throw yeah. your closer earlier. You don't have to, like, worry about saving your best arm because, you, like you said, you walk it off if you win. Right. So there's no use for your closer. You want to bring your closer in earlier at that point. Is it's, it, it's the only one where the rules change if you're at home. Isn't the line changes different if you're playing at home, too? Don't you have two two periods? You're on the same side as opposed to one, so it's a lengthier change? You're talking about hockey? Yeah. Yeah. Long changes? I was going to say. Well, I was, no, no. Well, but that goes for both teams, though. That's true, yeah. Both teams have both. a short change. Yeah. I was going to say, depending on who, what home field, maybe football, right? Th- think about the Dolphins having to go to Pittsburgh and play in nine-degree weather. Yeah. That could be something to, to monitor. A dome team going outdoors. You saw that say, with the Vikings. Dome team indoors with noise levels. Like, yeah, so I, I think football, depending depending on your opponent and the venue, I think that one is also one, but uh, I think Tim brings up a good point. With yeah, the, because also the crowd is like an aspect of it in baseball too, and it's like you add that, like that's why I'm going college. I'm going college basketball, like the crowd. Yeah. I like, mean, you kind of like swayed me to be honest, because the crowd's there in all these home field advantages. To be honest with you, well, yeah, the crowd is any home field. College college sports though, like when you're a kid, that's what I'm saying. It's easy to rattle a young 18 year old and stuff like that, yeah. get him off his game, and you know you just feel the pressure. Like you look up, there's. I don't know, 20,000 Cameron crazies, as they say, with their hands in your face, and you can't hit them. You can't do nothing. Like, they're there as close as can be, spooking you out. I don't know. I think college basketball has some some of the best home field advantages. Baseball in the playoffs, too. Like, it, during the regular season, everyone's kind of, like, not in their seats. They're in the back buying Shake Shack or whatever the amenities are at their ballparks. So it's, every ballpark in the country is like a circus these days. Like, it's there's so many things. Yeah, it's, it's like a it's, fair. It's like a World's Fair in there. Yeah. So they're not really in the, in the playoff baseball, though. Everyone's in their everyone's seat in the their seats. Pitch. Everyone's watching the game. Go when, ahead. When, yeah, when you're paying $150 for the top for the front, yeah. the top row, you're in there to watch the game. You know what I mean? So that's another thing. And when baseball's such a, a game of millimeters, like if, if a pitch is one millimeter off, then it could be the best pitch ever or a home run. So. Yeah, same thing with if you barrel it up or if you hit it an inch up the barrel. Exactly. But, yeah, we saw it last year with the Yankees, too. They didn't lose a game at home last year, and they couldn't win on the road. Yeah. Except the one game they did was game five in Cleveland. So they didn't win a game on the road against Houston, and they lost 4-3. Baseball's an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our next question comes from Jay Villiz. Says, who is the best athlete amongst all you guys? Without a doubt, me. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I make my argument though? I think I'll, that's wrong. I'll make my argument. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So, I played soccer. I played baseball, football, and basketball. All at a pretty, I wouldn't say a high level, but I played all from my high school. And uh, my my eye foot coordination is elite compared to any of you guys in the room. Do you have the eye foot? I mean, I played soccer, so from the waist down, I'll I'll, I'll give you it. Uh, like, let's say the knees down. <laughs> what does that mean? Let's say the knees down. I'll give <laughs> it to you the waist the down, down, I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What, what would Tim, be? We're from, talking athletes. Nah, listen. What listen, would be nah, from the upper right. then? Listen. 
I'd I'd say I'm I'd say I'm the best baseball player of the crew. Although Nick is a good baseball player, but just, just <laughs> listen to be a better baseball look, player than me. Not I, hard. I uh, I bet a cleanup for a lot of champions. <laughs> so I'm just putting that out there. I you played in your it. high school. Well, okay, so I I didn't play my high school, but not because I didn't make it. My, the coach kept begging me. It's because I wrote for my high school newspaper. And I, same thing in college. I wrote for my my college newspaper, and the rule is if you write for the paper, you can't play for the team. Uh huh. If you right. so that's, that affects your right. Shape. So I would have rather played outside ball for organizations and then wrote about the LIC team or or the Baruch team instead of playing for those teams. And so that's what I did. I had never played baseball my whole life, and I started my entire senior year played first base for a pretty good team. Bryant was no slouch. Uh, it's a shit show now, but they were pretty good. <laughs> they, both LIC and Bryant are shit shows now, but they were good in our day. Yeah. Back in our day, a decade ago. I'm not gonna act like I'm the best athlete. I'm 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 probably the fast person in the room. I think so. Joe's the best athlete. Here's what I will say. I think so I've known Nick my whole life. And at his peak when we were younger, I think that he was a better athlete than me. So the peak was definitely East LeBron Nick. East LeBron Nick it was, was, a was it was young. It yeah, was I used young. to have I used to, I gotta but, tell him though, I had the all star LeBron jersey yeah. from his first Cavs run and I would wear it to the park. And That's I was how like, I knew Nick. It was like, yeah. like East LeBron Nick. Like. Me <laughs> like me and Nick like had our sports and like picked our spots and shit. Like I really only played like football and basketball, like whatever. But I was like played tennis when I was younger and baseball and shit like that. But here's what I will say. I said at, at when we were younger, like at our peak I think Nick was a better athlete, but I think I've been a better athlete for more years of our lives. I've, I've transitioned to being like the, the, I'm still way too young to just be quarterbacking. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just quarterback. Like I, feel like, quarterback. I feel like I've been a, a good, I was a great athlete for like a very long time. Though and I, then do, I got interested. Though, though, hold on. Though hold I on. do have the most unstoppable move on any sport amongst any of us. That Literally, spin move to the baseline is just elite. Oh, I thought you were talking about this shit. I'm like, oh, you are so delusional. <laughs> I will say this, though, what the body fool you. I was like in good man, good shape in high school, and I was a good athlete. Since you guys all stated your cases, <laughs> uh, city champ in soccer, I, uh, junior year of high school. I played baseball my whole life. I, I was actually like Tim asked to play. But I took two years off and like I kind of lost the desire to play. And then I just played like I swear like locally, you know, at the little little leagues, and it was a joke because I was so much better than everyone. Not saying I was that good because I wasn't like nah, I would have hit like two hundred in high school. I would have hit like one ninety. I could catch, but I can't. Couldn't hit for shit. You were a baller. Yeah, I couldn't. We, hit for we shit. played on the same team. We did. Yeah, one year. Yeah. But chips too. But yes, we did. What the question for face value today? I think I'm the best athlete. Dog. Yo, don't be fooled. I do. I just need to drop a little LBs and get in shape. I, I, I've been, I, think I, I think I could give you a run if I drop some LBs. I get, let me drop 40 pounds and get back to me. Bro, that's let me drop 40 being, pounds. That's, <laughs> that's part of being an athlete. Yeah, I did, hold I, on. Let me, I'm still let me, uh, let me train for three years and then I'll get back to you. Bro, I've, been, no, I've, been pushing this, I've been pushing this combine athletic shit videos for a while now. Nick, All come right. on, bro. Come on, dog. Come First on, of all, Nick can't catch a football. He could throw the shit out of one. Son, can't out of the shotgun, I don't drop anything. <laughs> yeah, but... Yo, you really can't catch a football? Yo, yo he I can't. can't. Yo, why? Before, it's so bef- bad. Yo, before... Bro, hold on, hold before on. Before our football games, me and Nick will be warming up. He'll just be throwing me passes. I'll throw it back to him. He'll catch like 60%. Yo, but hold on, hold on. I'm lifting the mic on this one. When we're when I throw like a pass downfield and you guys throw the ball back to me to like hike it again, I'll be making some... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm on the sideline like, yo, warm me up. There was, one time, there was one time I was like, yo... 
I dead ass dropped every single ball that was thrown to me. You don't have a personal like catcher? I do. I have a med now. Shout out to Schmidt. Oh yeah. Shout out to Schmendrick. Yo, didn't one time you were playing football? I feel like this is definitely a true story because I've heard you say this so many times because this is the one time you were complimented. That like first play of the game, you caught a pass for C City. And they're like, yo, it's his go-to guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. <laughs> yo, the first time I played, yo, the first, yo, time, the first time I played casino, uh, Vinny was quarterbacking, and I was playing wide receiver. I call like nine passes that day. We're inside the red zone, and the one dude on defense goes, yo, yo, that's his go-to wide receiver. Were you playing with me? Because <laughs> nah, I, nah. I was playing with one of our friends. I looked at him, and I was like, <laughs> I remember, I remember Nick. I was like, up. boy, do they Yo, know? guys, mind you, <laughs> mind you, report. Nick is not like the quickest person in the world or has the best hands at all. And yo, I was, I was way heavier then too. This is like three yeah. years ago. Was, was rough, rough. Nick hit me up. He goes, yo, you will not believe. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, but That's honestly, so though, for all of us, <laughs> this isn't one of those shows where it's like Buster only is is on the show. Yo, Buster not for nothing too, we're still like, getting it done on the weekends and football. Yo, and yeah, yeah, man. Yo, yo, we're still out here. Ready? There's a hot Except take. Joey. Joey. There's a hot take. I'm I know. tired. I'm fully convinced that if I, I assembled a seven, I could beat Chad Henney in a seven on seven. I, well, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. This is. Yo, I'm all about confidence, but that's. Guys, that's this is what we yo, this is what we grew up with. Nick just being like delusional, saying things like this. I will put I'll put money on this. Get any other podcast. Any podcast at all. Athletes, four on four, basketball. Any of them. We'll play you in any sport and we'll take you on. Yo, is your knee good enough to play basketball, Joe? Bro, I beat you one on one like when, after I hurt my knee. I don't remember that. I, <laughs> we went to, well, first of all, you remember, you remember we went to the park and we shot around? Uh-huh. Yo, the first 10 minutes didn't hit a shot. I was like, yeah, either this of the most pathetic Like layups, nothing. And then, we, and then another day we went and we couldn't fucking miss. It was oh, yeah. mad random. Yo, we, we played one on one that day? Huh? Did we play that day? I don't know. Oh, uh, yes, that was the day we did play one-on-one. We were on. But, yo, the f- first time we went, it was bad. Yo, we if, had any, if any other podcasts are listening right now. Four on four. We're going to get impy. I'll dust nah, anybody. We'll run five. Fuck. I'll fucking run four. We'll run five. In, in anything, but me and you got to get in shape, dog. Like, we can't run fives and let the team down. Yo, and? Oh, I can still run I'm fives, I'm a though. nasty wiffle ball pitcher. I'm, I'm, see me. Yo, yo, see me in stickball. Yo, time out. Your shit is fire. Yo, so. I have, like, six good pitches. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shout out to Chris Carlson. He OD. We used to play wiffle ball, like, all the time in front of his yard because I was friends with his little brother. And uh, he used to have this crazy pitch. He called it Viagra because it was like a riser. Yeah. Yeah, the most insane pitch. He threw it for a strike. It started like graze the grass and somehow hit the chair. And I'd be like, yo, chill. chill. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to hit that. Uh, all right, cool. Let's get to our next question. We got Twitter now. The J32 says, who's the most underrated player in the NFL and NBA who never gets the recognition they mm-hmm. deserve? He said Kemba and Jokic. Uh, he said NFL and NBA. Yeah. yeah. And he mentioned two basketball players. Yeah, I don't know. I... Legend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Gary Harris, Ooh. the guard for the Nuggets. I like that. Dude is a baller. Hmm. Solid. Overall, uh, you know, he got hurt a little bit towards the tail end of the season. But consistent, like I think like 16 a game. Very solid. Guards their best guy on the wing, too. And he never gets love. I mean, based on your reactions, too, you can just tell that this guy never gets low. So <laughs> I'm going with Gary Harris. I know it's a little little bit of a reach thing, I considering mean, the, entire, the entire league. But, yeah, I don't think I feel like he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. I got a crazy one. Mm. Marco Bellinelli. Yo, not Bellinelli? For, yo, not for nothing. This guy is always discarded after the season by his teams. He always gets picked up by a team and continues to shoot the lights out of the ball and continues to be a, a really good two-guard on winners. I'm with Marco Bellinelli. Any team that has Marco Bellinelli, Bellinelli is better on, than before. Yeah, I'm going to go Deion Waiters. 
Ooh. Yo, he was LeBron came back. He didn't mention him at all. And like, yo, like I Dion Wade's getting shipped out. Went to OKC. Didn't really do much there. Resurrected his career as a number three overall pick with the Heat. And he's kind of like found a home there. Waiters he's island, good, though. yo. He can fill it's it up. Beach. I'm telling you. You know what pops in my head that we were talking about the other day? Chalmers. Chalmers. So I just said that. Chalmers. Chalmers. Sounds like you have cotton mouth. Mario Chalmers. Yeah, he was another guy. He was just getting bitched out. Like, kind of he, was, he plays his role. He does it well. <laughs> yeah. He, First of all, Danny just texted me and he goes, I was recruited to play D3 football. Just saying, it's whatever. I'm over it. <laughs> Bro, I got. I, I played D3 football. What's up? We kick it out here. Oh, man. Um, but what about NFL? Most underrated player in the NFL? That's tough. Tough one, really tough one. Yo, I'm gonna say Marquise Goodwin. I'm gonna say, That's I'm gonna say who was like most underrated? Maybe not, but Joe Thomas. Mm. I mean, there. I, mean, has to, I feel underrated. like this question has to. He's be gonna a be a Hall of Famer, but it has to be a lineman. Yeah, like that's what I was thinking. like. A lineman never gets love. I don't know, or like some like slot guy that's like productive. Yeah, I know I'm gonna be sick when. We finish this episode and then the name's gonna come. Yeah, right. was Adam feeling underrated? No, I think or he's not, not anymore. anymore. Going into last he year, he gets he was. his due. Yeah, right. yeah. I I think Marquis Goodwin. Man, no one wants to see him as a number one wide receiver, but the I like that one. The Niners underrated. do, and written off by the Bills. Yeah, written off. And this guy came from a track background. He just decided to pick up the pads and play in the NFL. That's well, what he played at Texas. Right, well, okay, sure, play football, but he was a, but he was a track he guy first. Right, yeah. play in Texas, then play football. It was a, I don't know. I I, I fuck with him. I think he's Man. underrated. I can't think of anyone right now. Can't think. Of, I can say he was overrated. Philip Rivers, fuck that guy. Yeah, you, you ever have like <laughs> your fantasy draft comes like, yo, this dude's underrated. Like I'm gonna get him like 15th round. Yeah, you know who that was. You know who that was for me, oh, Adam wait. Thielen, and no. I had the sticker on my finger, and Nick goes, yo, I'm up, dude. Takes the sticker. <laughs> What? Thank, <laughs> thank God I had told someone right before then that I was taking Adam Thielen. I still think that's bullshit. My my uh my underrated player this year was Kenny Britt. That worked out perfectly. <laughs> I don't even know if that guy played. In the, in the fucking oh, the I brownies. got an underrated one. Deion Lewis. That's a really good one. Ooh. Although he got paid this out. He got paid, long. yeah. But pr- prior to him getting paid, it was a guy that I, I think the Pats were like 15-0 and 0 when he was in the lineup. Solid. Could return, can catch, can run. It's also, like, breaks tackles like no one's business. Yo, Doug Baldwin underrated? Baldwin's underrated, too, man. I'm all about Dougie Fresh. Rashard Matthews, though. Rashard Matthews. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember we were at a Yankee playoff game in October, and I think it was Rashard Matthews who someone was relying on. It was Monday night, so they were on Monday Night Football. Someone was, like, bugging out about Rashard Matthews getting X number of Touches or yards, yo. He has become like a solid. Yeah, for for Mariota yeah. too, especially. That's what I was like. That's his go-to. Yeah, yeah. outside Delaney. Can Delaney I... Walker underrated. No shot. He's, he's had a he's long rated? career. Yeah, he's, he's nasty. Good. Yeah, he's good. Everyone knows right. that. I don't know. You know, he what? plays in a small market. He played in San Fran and then Tennessee. I'm gonna say Bilal Powell as a Jet fan. I've appreciated his skill set. If he wasn't as injured, I feel like he could be like a really good back. But Just unfortunately, get a chance. Yeah, he doesn't. They don't. He doesn't get a chance. He gets injured too much. He's just too small. Louisville product. That's right. No, Talking about that. I don't know. I don't know. You know who else in the NBA? Markel Fultz. I nah, feel like we haven't seen enough of exactly. him. Exactly. But he's the I was going to say Njoku, but I didn't say him for that reason. Like, I want to see this dude, but I still think that he's like could be good. But everyone's writing off Fultz. Like, why would they pick him first overall? But watch him play again. He's a baller. He's a baller. Yeah, underrated he's, he's, also NBA is CJ McCollum. Mm. 
that dude could hoop too. I like that one. I don't yeah. like I, I don't like that guy. But he's a good ball player. I, I feel like you him. don't like him because there was that debate about him and Damian Lillard, and a lot of people were sh- were picking McCollum, which I, I I thought was crazy, including himself. Like he's a he's just a super cocky dude, but which is not, which is no problem. I just I'm I'm not a big fan of the pretentiousism. Is that a word? Nope. Nope. Who, who was the guy that took over for Keenan Allen? Tyrell Williams. Didn't he kind of kill it last year? He had yeah, like a thousand he, yards. He did. Yeah. Dontrell like, Inman. Nah. No, mm, he got <laughs> traded. He's on. He's on the Bears. Danny yeah, Tyrell was balling. Tyrell was balling. Danny uh, Woodhead. Danny Woodhead was. He got hurt, right? Yeah. I feel like because he's white, he he's almost overrated. No, he was tiny. No, no, no. He was All tiny. White white dudes for the most part are like because every white guy knows Danny Woodhead and is like proud of him in some way. Like yeah, that's well, a white, was a that's a white running dude, back. Though. We could do it. I yeah, promise. I usually hate white dudes though. Yeah, you do. Because I hate when they get super hyped up. It bothers me. Like, relax. He's not that good. Like Maddie we're just G? like treating him this way because he's a white guy. Yeah. Like oh man, good job, man. You did just enough. You know what I mean? Come on, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, all right, next question comes from Zuhoski. Some of these names, man. You really, suck really at reading fucking Twitter names, bro. Oh yeah, because you would do Polish. that much better. I'm not saying that I'm good at it. I'm just, I'm just. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. I suck as you well. Should have had Tim do this. <laughs> yeah, that that shit would have been fire. Uh, his question is: Who are your guys' coaching idols? How did they become that for you? Mm. Uh, Jim Beheim, he's been there for forever, and I mean you see it a lot in the college game where one person gets a gig if they're very successful for a long time, like the Coach K's. But like Coach Calipari, who's one of the most successful college coaches, has even moved around a lot. Like he hasn't really been in one spot. But uh, yeah, just like him being successful, staying in one spot as his alma mater, just loyalty. You see that in a, in a place where. Not many desire to live, like central New York, who wants to go up there and see snow for six months. So him, he gets it done, 2-3 zone. He only has one ring, but, I mean, he's a winner in my eyes. He has over a 1,000 wins also in my eyes, so he's definitely one of my coaching idols. I think my first ever coaching idol was Bobby Valentine. I think one of the reasons That's was a rough one. He was a, he was a, Met, he was a Mets manager, but I think one of the reasons why I loved him so much was because he was a rebel. Like remember when he got kicked out of the game and then he, he was came super, back? Super like enigmatic. Yeah, he came back with a with a Mets T-shirt on and like one of those old school glasses nose combinations, and he just came into the locker room and he was just like trying to like in the know, dugout. He was yeah, just in the dugout, the dugout. Like yo, you pinch it here. It's like if someone cares that much, like I fuck with that. You know, like baseball managers, the job is a tough one because every decision you make, everything is riding on it. Yeah, yeah. So. Mickey Calloway's growing on me, but he's not an idol. But he's growing on me. Eight and one Mets. Also We're one week into the season. Yeah, that's true. And this is probably gonna be like released. Like, yeah, later month. on. Um, <laughs> this one's gonna surprise you, just because I always thought that I'd be a great coach. Uh, Doug Marone. Doug Marone started mm. from. Uh, yeah, that's my guy. That's cool. From uh, that the was my girls, guy. PSAL guy, and now he's coaching Lehman. the Jaguars. Lehman. Yeah. Lehman. So him and also, I mean, Tom Coughlin, that both, guy. Both uh, Syracuse guys, both, both together both now in Jacksonville. You know, the, the two the two best days of my life, he was the head coach for them. So going with oh, Tommy. Tommy Coff. Yo, Doug Marone was a coach of Syracuse football. And uh, I, for, I, I forgot where he came from. He might have been coming from the Saints at that time or he, whatever. Anyway, um, he came to Syracuse like, oh, it's my dream job. It's my alma mater, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm never leaving. And if he had, like, two good years with Ryan Nassib and the Bills came calling, and he skipped right out of town real quick. 
I remember there was a lot of momentum I with Ryan Nassib being yeah. a first-round pick because he was the coach there. Yeah, and he had like a successful couple of years, like back to back. Bowling, albeit the Pinstripe Bowl, but God, I wish that Melbourne <laughs> State of Syracuse would be so much better. I think for I'm, me, it's just like this is such like a corny answer, but I like this is the first thing that had. But like, so my dad. Was my answer for the uh, coaching? I, so like, uh, I was like, gonna say my high school coach too, if that was the case. No, but that's what I'm saying because like, no, because like, the the shit that he instilled in me when I was younger and like playing sports and shit, it was never like, good job or whatever. It's like, yo, you fucking suck. Mm. You're not gonna play. Mm. He was my basketball coach, and I was like nasty at basketball at this point. And at tryouts, I had a bad tryout. He's like, you're not starting. I didn't start until halfway through the fucking season. Like it was just a shit like that. And I remember one time. He was a real, like, hardo guy, like, when it came to that. And it just, like, changes your mentality as far as, like, life and shit moving forward and stuff. But, like, that kind of shit, I fucking love. And, like, I guess you get that also from, like, someone like Belichick was like, yeah, I'll fucking trade anybody. I don't give a shit. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, people who don't give a fuck, like, you're not above the coach. Like, you have to be coachable. Like, that was, like, one of the first things that was kind of instilled into me at a young age. So it was just, like, something like something like that. But, like, I, as a coaching like i don't know enough about coaches i've never played under i just see like the moves they make kind of like i know belichick's cut people and shit and like you know what i mean gotta respect the honest parent not yeah not, not many of them in in like any yeah you know, dude my my dad when my dad was my baseball thing. coach first of all i pitched like every fucking game mad illegal but <laughs> parents would be like why does my kid play he'd be like your kid fucking sucks. That's why we need to win these games. Like, he would really be like that. Like, it was awesome. Yo, you remember the time we went to Nassau Coliseum and we watched Espo's game and we were heckling that one kid? Like, yo, number four, you suck. Yeah. Some lady, a couple rolls behind us. Hey, number four is my son. We turn around. Your son sucks. Your son fucking sucks. <laughs> I wonder where you guys learned that one from. Yeah. I wonder terrible. where you could have acquired that, Joe. Terrible, terrible. Could I, can I give one more shout out, though, since we're doing that? What? JP Giu. My old, uh, my old baseball coach, rest in peace. Giu, Giu, his last name, French guy. Uh, didn't, I didn't mean, he was definitely American. Yeah, definitely French American. French last name. French last name. But uh, he, uh, he gave me a chance when not many people like you, you, I was always short and chubby, so people didn't think I was good at baseball. And then he, he was like, "Oh yeah, you're nice," and he gave me that chance to to really like be a leader of the team. So I I appreciated that. That's so lit. That's an rest OG. in peace, bro. Me and Tim played on the room. Yes, we did. Together. Nice. Young, just a young boss. Yeah, yeah. Really young. Uh, all right. Next is D. Chadwick, 18. He says, if each of you could sit down at a table with three athletes that are alive, who would they be Ooh. and why? Babe Ruth is 100% on my list just because, like, I mean, he ate beer. He drank, he ate beer. He drank beer and ate hot dogs, like, in the dugout. Like, you're a badass. That's far. And you're the king of New York, and you could do whatever you want. You're Mark Sanchez rings. did the same thing. Mark Sanchez did crush those hot dogs. <laughs> Not on the same level as Babe Ruth. Uh, Babe Ruth, Derek Jeter, because he ran through town, mm. like literally everything in his way, every woman in his way was getting crushed. <laughs> every every ball, every baseball in his way was getting crushed. Nah, but he 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 won in New York in in like the late nineties. And I don't know. He brought the Yankees back in a way because they were terrible in the seventies and eighties. So Babe Ruth, Jeter, and then 
I probably sit down with Jim Beheim just to pick his mind because he's like a very uptight individual when it comes to like press and media. But supposedly behind closed doors, he's very loosey goosey and like joking and funny. He's like you know like an open guy behind closed doors. So that that probably be my three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to go Mike Piazza. He was always my uh, <laughs> my childhood like idol. Plus he's a underdog story, right? Drafted in like the hundred and ninetieth overall pick or something like that. He got he got to the league so. Uh, Definitely Mike Piazza. Bill Belichick, so I could ask him how I can sell my soul to the devil for championships. You really sit down with your biggest football rivals head coach. To ask him what it's like to sell your soul to the devil for championships and how to cheat on a massive scale to win championships. That's what you would want to talk about if I'd you ask sit down that, with one of three people that, question. that are alive? Yep. Definitely. <laughs> and Bob Gibson. I want to know. I want to go in the head of the guy who is so good. That they literally had to change baseball around him. Yeah, Yo, you know what would be an interesting one? I said that Vince Scully. Vince Scully, yeah. Announcers like, yo, like, Gary Cohen, I would love to sit down with too. I heard Gary Cohen, but I, cool dude. Yeah, but I, I hear him every day, so I feel like, yo, Ralph Kiner. Uh, yeah, if Ralph, you guys don't Ralph know. Ralph Kiner's voice is iconic. Sundays, the Mets, they used to play. Ralph Kiner used to be the announcer. And listening to this guy, I could listen to him like for like six hours straight. It was like your grandpa telling you stories about baseball. So I know I just said five, and that doesn't count, but, you know, all those guys. Will Chamberlain, to find <laughs> out if he really slept with 10,000 women? The answer is probably yes. Vince McMahon, because he's had a very impactful uh, influence on my life because of the uh, product that he puts out. Hmm. And um, Vince also had the XFL run, which is probably interesting to talk about. XFL that, run, that too, venture. which is coming back, brother. It is, yeah. And uh, the last one, I just had it on the tip of my tongue, and I, I forgot it. Oh, LeBron. I was gonna say LeBron too. I'm yeah. surprised no one said that. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna LeBron. say this the though. first, the first. Sorry to cut you off. The first social media megastar athlete. I'm definitely learning a lot about mm. Nick today because he said I picked Will Chamberlain over Ric Flair. Well, and, I, you, and you mentioned women as like the focal point. He also yeah. like, but like, but we watched you, the thirty for thirty. We got a lot of thirty. Info. <laughs> yeah, like, it kind of makes sense. But like, you don't want to hear more. Like, you know, that's why I got yeah. Vince. Vince covers it all, bro. Vince got it all. I don't know. Like, I, I need no, no, like, don't kayfabe me. I need, like, the truth. Kayfabe. Th- that kind of combo. What's that? Kayfabe is like a You wouldn't act. understand, son. Huh? Your gimmick. Ah, it's like when you live your gimmick. A kayfabe? Kayfabe. Babe. Oh. It's actually oh, in the Webster oh. Dictionary now. So it's, like, legit. I would probably say LeBron. Damn, I'm surprised LeBron's up there for, like. Um, for I mean, dude, I would want to talk to someone who's, like. Bro. The best, in the most world, dominant right? athlete of our generation. Yeah. Not only that, but like right today, like it's easy to say you are the best in the world at a thing. Like I want to talk to you. He's also a physical specimen. That's what I'm saying. Like I want to, like yo, what is that? Just being around someone who's like that is just like crazy. You know what I mean? Um, LeBron, definitely Derek Jeter. What? And then probably Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Which yeah. I'm trying to make happen, dude. Whoa! Guys got a podcast. Whoa! I'm getting on that shit. Let's go. That's fire. Get him, crazy. get him on your podcast, dude. Because Joey's met and I'm, you know, I'm been going with the Rock, the other guy on that word. No, nah, but I'm. Yo, there's, there's a history listen, lesson right Stone here. Cold, Stone Cold's going to be on my podcast, or I'm going to be on his podcast. But that shit is going down. Going to try and make it this year, but it's fucking happening. How did it feel when the Rock was your co-star? That was my guy. That guy was <laughs> mad. That Rock is mad cool. Like mad cool. You just called him Rock. You didn't even say the. That's how you know it's that real. was an accident. That's how you know it's real. First of all, no, they call Dwayne him Rock. First of all, they call him DJ, and I told him straight up, I'm like, "Yo, that nickname is. We gotta get. We gotta get something different." <laughs> Did he agree? 
No, he was just like laughing. You know that that fake Instagram laugh. So he wasn't fucking with that. Like you're, you're. Nah, I mean we were fucking with each other the whole time. He was just really cool though. But he like really is a fucking like the hardest working dude in the world. It's insane. Yeah, he the dude's like. The day I met him, we filming in another city. Filming. It's insane. He doesn't sleep. He was in Hawaii filming Jumanji. Got on a plane, flew to Vegas, shot the thing with. Oh, no, he was at something and then came, shot the thing with me, then went to Mr. Olympia, then got on a plane, went back to Hawaii to finish filming. Yo, he's a machine. So that, was, that, was, they, that was one day. There's no other like explanation. Man, I wish my life was like that. I texted Joey and I was like, yeah, I, I love you and all your success. I'm very happy for you. This is the most jealous I've ever been of everything you've accomplished. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very surprised, like, now that I think about it, that you weren't there. A, it was in Vegas, this meeting. <laughs> B is the rock. Vegas plus the rock. He was cool. That has Nick Diaz right now. Over like, that. You saw Nick's face. He's like, damn, I can't believe I wasn't there either. Nah, he went, he went for <laughs> If he went to chill with him, I, I'd get an invite, I'd hope. <laughs> Please. He went to chill with him. <laughs> yeah, like you just, you just went to Please. chill with the rock in Vegas. Like uh, I, yeah. I would expect one of your close yeah, friends. Yeah, the rock set me up. Hey, bud, you want hit to hit the slots or what's going on? Call That'd the rock again. You notice that? Um. Anyway, <laughs> Rocky ain't hitting the penny slots either. Uh, <laughs> fuck no. Hitting the crazy horse three slots. Oh. Next question. <laughs> no comment. Caranch O three Cinderella team for the World Cup. Um, Iceland. What's good? Yeah, let's go. Oh, let's go with Iceland. I'm going um, Iceland. That's hard. I'm rooting hard for Iceland. I'm gonna go with uh, Colombia. Ooh, wow. a lot of their guys oh, yeah. right now are playing top notch. Quadrado with Juventus, uh, James, not to be confused with James, uh, <laughs> over in Bayern Munich, he's killing it too. And Falcao has had kind of a resurgence too. Uh, he's kind of, last year he peaked, had a really good year. But I'll, I'll go with Colombia. Uh, nothing better than seeing on Instagram the Colombian women just being I very excited. I was just about to say. Now tell the people why you actually want Colombia. <laughs> I mean, dude, this, <laughs> number one draft pick. Yeah, I'm gonna go Uruguay. Uru. Uruguay. Nice. They have a pretty reasonable draw, too. We got other groups, so. Egypt is going to be getting a lot of love, too, with Salah. He's, this guy group. has more goals than Ronaldo this year across all tournaments, so. Shout out to the um, pool. The pool. I'm going to go with Saudi Arabia. Because, you know, that was the first team that came up when I Googled who's in the World Cup. Fuck it. Uh, All right, the next question comes from Johnny Petrop, your brother. Oh! Hey, shout out. First of all, this is such a Johnny question. Hold on. This kid is such an idiot. It's not a question. It's a very statement. I see video out now. I see YouTube.com. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, and by the time this drops, tacos and liquor on all streaming services. I can't believe you named Johnny Petrop. Tacos and liquor. Um, That's the most Lupe fiasco, like (laughs) food (laughs) and liquor. Uh, your brother is such an idiot for this. Ichiro, dude is 44 years old, climbing walls to take runs off the board. Is he possibly the best baseball player of all time? Yo, honestly. Yo, very much so. He's really in that conversation. How can he not be? He was one of the greatest players in Japan of all time. Came over when he was 28, run the, won the rookie of the year and the MVP in his first season. Not to mention, led the Seattle Mariners to the most wins still in MLB history. And has since played until he's 44. So you can tell they've had this talk with each other, 100%. Like That, that was Tim's argument every time. I disagree. I disagree. We we he you disagree with what? I, I just agree. My oh. I just agree. I disagree with it. Like yo, it's yeah. I shouldn't say just agree. It sounds like it. it just yeah, like, sounds like hearing, I'm hearing disagree. Yeah, I just heard disagree too. So. I absolutely agree with it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, Ichiro, he's he has like 
he has the all-time hit record combined in Japan and here. Also in a season too. Yeah, most hits in a season. He broke, he broke that record too. Several. Yo, his his swing always amazed me. It felt like he was halfway. He was up already the on the run. He was already on the run. Chido. Yo, and they, let us not forget that in his prime, hose. This guy threw frozen rope. Oh, I, thought, I thought he meant like hose. I was like, I was like yo, he was slaying? <laughs> he was throwing that dick around? Hose. Yo, maybe he did have hose And as well. he was in center field like back in the day. Oh, and we, when, he, when he first came away, he played right field. And people would test him going first to third, and he would just knock him out. Knock yeah, him out, knock also him out. one of my favorite things about him is the Ichi meter in right field. The hits. You ever see that in Seattle? <laughs> How Ichi are you? Nah, it's just the Ichi meter. Okay. How Ichi? Yeah. Next. Right. Uh, I am Matt Burke. Thoughts of eliminating the charge or block call in basketball? I've seen too many uh, times when officials can't make the correct call. It's completely like, see, I'm gonna fuck this up. I don't want. It's Is a it objective call. or subjective? Objective. So subjective. Objective. Subjective. It's I think sub- it's a judgment call. It's objective. I might see it That's as a charge. <laughs> you might see it as a blocking foul. Why does the charge exist? Because the defense is making a play, you can't you can't just run at the basket as yeah, hard as you like, can. Yeah, like there's that's offense foul. You can't just steamroll me. Yeah, or else LeBron would be steamrolling everyone to the yeah, guy. Yeah, he does. It's <laughs> such a like not even a split second, like half of a split second, if that even makes sense of a this a call. It and it influences so many games. Mm. Also. Think about it. You gotta have balls to take a charge, man. Yeah. The yeah, guy's you know coming full speed down the court and you're just standing there and taking it. You're basically getting tackled. You know what I hate more than like this question, like the call, or is it you know, should we get rid of it? Is the ref when they go to make the call nowadays, like hand behind the head is always a charge, but they never do that anymore. Like so I always think it's an and one or I I'm like, yo, what the fuck is the call? Yeah. Yo, that shit throws me off so much that like it takes five, ten seconds to process what the call is. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they should get rid of that. If you guys had to pick one thing in any sport to get rid of, I'm I'm remixing the question. Like one rule to just get rid of in a sport. Uh, not. I think defensive pass interference should be a challengeable offense. I should be able to challenge that call. So you're so Nick's adding a rule. I'm adding a rule. Yeah. That's I should. I should or or be reviewed. It has to be. Yo, a rule. It, 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 uh, it, it doesn't, you know, it's the one call that you have to, <laughs> it influences the game so much, yo. Yeah. I throw a 60-yard pass and, and from the 30, and then all, all of a sudden, first and goal. Also, the other rule that's bullshit that I would change, and I'm always I'm always passionate about, defensive defensive holding is an automatic first down. It's Stupid. third and 18, and you're getting a five-yard penalty. That's bullshit, too. Those two things I would change. If, it, if the penalty is not worth, like... Enough it, distance not, to cover a first the, down. First, I shouldn't be. I'm with you on that too. 100. Yeah. I'm I'm with that too. I think I would change for college basketball to um, advance the ball on timeouts, like in the NBA, how you mm-hmm. can advance the ball to to half court. I would change that just to like make make things more interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, if there's 0.7 seconds left, you could advance it and get a shot off. Can I guess yours? Did you say yours? You didn't say yours. Uh, the shift, right? I guess is that I'm, a rule though? If I'm adding a rule, a rule, I would I would, you can add, that I would add a rule that there needs to be Band two shifts. two infielders on either side of second base at all times. Like you could you can't shift them past second base. I feel like it's just ruining the game. Uh but a, another baseball rule that I would get rid of instant replay in baseball right now. It's not working. It's the worst. Like it the def- fact that someone could slide into a, a slide into the plate, I mean or slide into anywhere, and then 
not the plate because the plate he's already safe, but like into second base, and then his front foot could come that's off the bag. That's not what it was meant for. That's not, not what it's meant that's for. not what it's meant for. Right. And like just because there's a space between his two legs and he's not touching the base for half a second, like that's not baseball. Right. That's I not agree. what it's, the rule is based on. So like I would get rid of instant replay in baseball. I'll just fuck it. Get out of there. I also like even as someone who's not like the biggest baseball fan, I was also kind of weirded out when that guy in the straight play. I was like, I don't really think baseball needs that. It was made for like ground rules, like really, like initially it was just home runs. Yeah, home runs. It was like, did it that did it hit needed. the foul pole? Did it go over the yellow? Like some places yeah. have yellow lines with walls above it. So that's that's needed. I, I'll say that. I'll, I'm down with that part. Uh, all right. Uh, next question. I am King Abel. Uh, does Ibra coming to the MLS help it, or is it just another cash grab for a washed-up superstar? Uh, definitely not washed up. Um, That's what I was thinking. People are that. pretending like he wasn't the third-best striker in the Premier League last year. It was Aguero and uh, Harry Kane. He was up there, too. Then he tore his ACL. Started training four months later. This guy's a freaking nature. Jesus. Um, it's, not, it's not your typical old veteran European guy that just comes and collects a paycheck. First of all, he was making more money on Manchester United than he is with the LA Galaxy. Now he's, he's going to be getting a lot of minutes over there. Um, and he was top-notch. He was still playing at an elite level for one of the premier clubs in the world. So definitely not a, a cash grab on his part. Yeah. I would say it's just, that's just a way to ease the, ease the blow of like the hurt European feelings, <laughs> because we would need we would need something like that if one of our baseball players went to Japan, in a, in his prime, or, or one of our basketball players did. We need something to tell us, hey, it's okay. It's like Stefan Marbury was far from washed up when he left the NBA and went to Japan. I feel like it's it's kind of similar. I also think that getting players like this in the MLS can only help. Like, how could it hurt? Like, he's nice. The fuck. Um, our last question here, Scotty Butler. If you could see an MMA match between any two athletes, mm-hmm. who would it be? And he says Crabtree and Talib. It's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I want to feel like that bouts. That's like the Khabib Ferguson. Like we've seen it a couple times, but we haven't seen it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Tim flesh. Tebow, Elway. Oh no, Tebow. Nah, Elway? Why they don't have beef? I know, but it'd be funny. Maybe uh, Tebow, like Daniel Murphy, like two super inv- evangelical dudes. Is he like trying to not hit each other? Who'd you who'd you say? I said Aaron. My no, oh. my original one was Aaron Judge and John Carl Stanton. No, what was the one you just sent out with Tebow? Daniel Murphy and Tim Tebow. Another Met. They're both like super religious and like two Mets. Oh. Mad nice. One two Mets. Mets. One wow. former yeah. Met. One current Met. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to see Judge and Stanton go at it in the ring. First of all, That'd they're giants. Yeah. They're giants. They'll just pound each other. Second of all. They're bound to get injured, which is good as a Met fan because you know fuck the Yankees. Why was <laughs> And third, you could throw bats in there and shit. I'm with it. Let them fuck each other up. No, no, no. They're not, giant not men. Fights. They're I'm giant men. Trying to think of a good one. Giant uh, Draymond Green and LeBron James. Ooh. Once and for all, that's it. No nut shots this time. How about this? How about LeBron James versus Michael Jordan to finally decide who's the best? LeBron James beating the shit of everyone in the league. Let's get that out of the That's way. That's what I'm saying. Actually. Uh, <laughs> ready? So it's, it's a little, this is one-sided affair. But, like, it's, it's kind of, I, I want to see it play out. LaShawn McCoy versus Chip Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? LaShawn McCoy <laughs> and Chip Kelly. <laughs> I like that. Oh, man. I want to see that one play in out. In Philly. In Philly. You know what fight I don't want to see? Tim Tebow, Sage Northcutt. 
just like the nicest dudes in sports ever. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to pair Gronk up with someone, but I don't really see that that fight selling. Much Gronk enough. and whoever he hit on the Bills. <laughs> what about he's from I Buffalo? Forgot who he hit? Uh, Tre'Davious White. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh word. What about Mel Kiper versus uh, the other dude that does Todd McShay? Yeah, Todd McShay. <laughs> Those two, every, fire. every time they're on TV, they just look like they want to slap each other in the face as hard as possible. Dude, I would love to fight Mel Kuyper. Throw me in there with him. I hate that guy's face. The other day, I was watching the draft thing, and McShay's like, you know, fuck your rules. You say no trades. Fuck it. I'm making a trade. There's going to be a trade. And and Kuyper was so pissed. He's like, you made a trade? You didn't even tell me you were going to make a trade. That's not fair. Oh. And then the next question happens, like, you know, it's really not fair that you made a trade. <laughs> Danny says A Rod versus Jeter. Oh, that's a goodie too. That's a good one. A Rod will probably a lot be of heat shit. there. A lot of heat there. How many? Do you think they're Eskimo brothers? Dude, what? Probably. Yeah. yeah At the same time, just <laughs> tagging them in. Yo. Nah, they hated each other. They were throwing that those tan dicks around. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Probably with some freckles on it. <laughs> what? What? Nick, why'd know. you say that? Probably with some freckles on it. Do you have any of them? <laughs> No, nah, I said Draymond Green and LeBron. Oh, yeah. All right. Joe, it's on you, bro. We want to hear it. I said like a few, I think. Oh, did you? Yeah. What about like Mellow Marty Collins 2.0? Latrell Sprewell versus the coach that he fucked up? I don't know if Van Gundy got swung out on that one. Van Gundy versus Charles, o- Charles Oakley? These are one-sided affairs. Yo, Charles Oakley versus James Dolan? I was going to settle the right score. Ooh, I'm down to right see now. James Dolan in a gladiator fight. James like just, Dolan versus anyone in the crowd. Yeah, throw at some the, lions at the garden. in there. Yeah. Get his stupid fucking bl- band to play in the background. <laughs> R.I.P., but like Anthony Mason versus anyone in his era. Word. Jesus. Anthony God. Mason versus Dennis Rodman. Anthony Mason versus Rasheed Wallace. That'd be a slugfest. Ron Artest versus that guy again. <laughs> Ron Artest. Ron Artest versus Steven Jackson. No, Yo. They're, they're boys. Fire, though. Ron Artest versus that fan, though? Come on. Yo, Stevie Johnson versus Darrell Rivas. Ooh. Okay. Win it. All about my bills like I'm Stevie Johnson. This is, honestly, there's so many, so many possibilities. The one guy that used to cook Darrell Rivas. Shaq versus Kobe. I would have guessed. Shaq versus Kobe. Shaq's I feel like Kobe got the quickest. Big separation in weight class there. Yeah. I feel like Kobe got the quickest, though. He could, like, bounce off the cage and jump on his back. (laughs) And then do nothing, get tossed over the fucking... And punch him in the face, Kobe. Nah. Yo, did you... I saw... Yo, Shaq versus Charles. Yes. That'd okay. be fire. That's, that's, I, that's a one-sided fire. affair, Shaq. One-sided. Shaq Hoodies. Shaq Yo, Charles Barkley beat him in a bench-pressing contest. Just saying. How about Michael K versus Peter Rosenberg? <laughs> they got beef? Nah. Right. Just, you you know. versus Peter Rosenberg. Oh. I'm fucking Peter Rosenberg up. That's my guy. Probably. That's my guy, too, but I'm going to fuck him up. Nah, probably, but he's probably, my guy. Probably, probably. He's like, a, he's like a little bit of an idol of mine a little bit. Word. Max Max Kellerman too. Yo, not for nothing. This is one of my favorite questions, and it's the last question. Yeah, so many possibilities. I got a good one. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie. You know what I'm saying, dog? You know what I'm saying? Show stealer. Best best match of WrestleMania. Suck me. Yo, Ronda is for (laughs) real, dude. Yo, the moment she gets nice on the mic. It's a rat. It's mega time. star. She can't she's talk. Like, she's awkward. Yeah. She's, but but yo, that's just what comes with the territory. She walked out at WrestleMania, saw seventy eight thousand people. You ain't seen that geeks. shit in the UFC, yo. You're gonna you're gonna freeze up a little bit. She probably made more money for that shit than but she crushed though. She, she crushed. She Hats off. She's probably she the wrestling, right? That's what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, that was never good. that was never an yeah, issue. Never, never gonna be an issue for her. She's the real deal just in general, so I would imagine the transition's easy. Fucked up Triple H, dude. 
She fucked right, up Triple H. him up a bit. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, well, that's our that's our episode. People's podcast. Mm. Another one in the another, books. Another one in the books. Shout out to the VMOGs and the new VMOs. VMOs? Shout out to everybody. Everybody. Keep it simple. Everybody. Everybody in the Everybody get love. Keep sending those questions and those those ads, those mentions. Anyway, uh, boss, where can they find you? At Endavito27 on Twitter and the gram. Tim? At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real frisky. Taco and liquors on every single social media. Get it. And Nick? LandVM10 on all social media outlets. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at Joe Sienegato and go follow the show at Veterans Minimum and our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Veterans Minimum and our Facebook, facebook.com slash Veterans Minimum. And that is all. Thanks for listening. Let's do it.